studied in any way to as to the benefits to our society and they uh, shoved it up there and you know made it even more illegal in cocaine cocaine is a schedule two drug meaning it can be studied and used all all they want because you know the elite white people were using cocaine you know whereas anybody can smoke marijuana so yeah if any kids are listening run out of the room in five four three two one so obama thanks but no thanks and fuck you very much You're listening to Shaggy Soul Shakedown on Mutiny Radio FM. This is in honor of Henry Mancini's birthday today. Let's 
brings us to our first poem of the evening. This elephant in my room has crushed more than I could ever remember I held. I will just have to sweep up out the pieces and start fresh. After I shoot the motherfucker, of course, haul him out piece by piece through the front door, he won't go by himself. No matter how many treats I try, or promises of open plains, or pokes and jabs at his behind. And so, it's time to bring him down the hard way. I may have to scrub my floors of blood, but at least I'll have meat for months, and so much more space in the long run. Tonight you're getting a double dose. These are both brought to you by Noah Singularity. The day was a set of bamboo chimes. Their gentle knocking, hollow in the best of ways, like a glass of wine, <laughs> sorry, like a glass waiting for wine. Like the hole in the tree trunk for the critters, creatures. Hey, let's start this over, because I can do that. It's my show. All right, here we go. The day was a set of bamboo chimes. Their gentle knocking, hollow in the best of ways. Like a glass waiting for wine. Like the hole in the tree trunk for the creatures. Like the dark night bear and ready for a ripening moon. Like the carved flute. Like the conch shell. Like open lips. Like all spaces meant for making music the day was. Listen to Shaggy Soul Shakedown. We have a trio of tragedies today. On this day, Abraham Lincoln was shot by John Wilkes Booth at Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C. in 1865. Also on this day in 1912, the Titanic hit the iceberg at 11.40 off Newfoundland and sank. And worst of all, in 1994, Billy Crystal and Chrissy Brinkley announced plans to file for divorce. 
sad day today. You are listening to Shaggy's Soul Shakedown on Mutiny Radio. Feel free to give me a call at Jumped to acting in plays, demonstration with a man, how to trapped in a maze, trying to find herself again, much of that she gave, love can free us, two and some react as a slave, funny, we love them more when they relax in a grave, wonder if a thug is raw, is he acting afraid, everybody loves some, why do I attract shade, heard of the love of money, but compassionate pays, talk about it with my youth, so she understand, what it is to be loved by a man, uh. Dreamer, cause I talk about it often. Seen the hardest nigga softer with his homie in the coffin. We walking, standing, fall in it. With the right companion, we all in it. Mary sang a song about it. Having broad limits in the game of life, it's the scrimmage. Reminiscing on letters I wrote in my small days. A letter to the people, love always. Yeah. How beautiful love can be Woo. on the streets. Love is hard to see. It's a place I got to be.
Alright, you're listening to Shaggy Soul Shakedown. Hope you're doing well out there. It's been a beautiful day, uh, despite a little rain and a little wind. I'm, uh, let's see here. Yeah, we'll just do this. Sorry. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I had something else uh, all lined up for you. There we go. Hey, we're back. This is Shaggy Soul Shakedown. Keep me in the 
Folks, I am back. Want to let you know uh, a little bit uh, about uh, this weekend coming up. It's HempCon, HempCon. Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Cow Palace. Uh, you can get your tickets at the door. They got everything. They got edibles. They got glassware. They got seminars. They got fun games and concerts and music and all kinds of things. HempCon. Go check it out. It's at the Cow Palace this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Talk about getting higher. Hope you all have a happy 420. It's coming up, uh, I believe, next Wednesday. Yes, that is correct. I hope you have a happy and safe 420 next Wednesday and have a great weekend this weekend. Thank you. 
and Shaggy Soul Shakedown on Mutiny Radio. We have a request. Feel free to call in with your request to it. 415-550-0511.
You're listening to Shaggy Soul Shakedown on Mutiny Radio. All right. Hey, we're going to get to this crazy sports talk in just a moment, but I uh, want to do something a little, talk about a little something more important than just sports. Um, you know Hold on. I'm going to find some more appropriate music. One of these days, I'll uh, get used to being a DJ and uh, do things a little bit more smoother. Alright. Here we go. Alright, folks, you are listening to Shaggy Soul Shakedown on Mutiny Radio FM. If you have a request or anything you would like to talk about, feel free to give me a call at 415-550-0511. Alright, so let's get down to it. Goddamn North Carolina. Uh, when North Carolina lawmaker, lawmakers pass what they view as the most sweeping anti-LGBT law in the country, supporters say it was needed to fend off a potential wave of local laws like the transgender-friendly bathroom ordinance adopted by the city of Charlotte. But opponents have called the, this new law a hostile takeover of human rights. Uh, all the attention on who can use toilets and locker rooms has overshadowed what employment rights advocates say is an even more expansive change made by the law, one that could affect all workers in North Carolina, just not just those who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. Uh, as it's been widely reported, North Carolina legislature kind of rushed last month to pass this uh, HB2, I believe is what it's called, the Public Facilities Privacy and Security Act, which requires transgender people uh, and everyone else to use public restrooms according to the biological sex on their birth certificate. It also bars local governments from passing ordinances like Charlotte's uh, that allow, you know, a male who is now transgendered into a female uh, to use female bathrooms. They would have to use the male bathrooms. Uh, but lo- legislation doesn't stop there. Uh, tucked inside the language, uh, uh, there's some words that essentially strips North Carolina workers of the ability to sue under a state anti-discrimination law. Uh, and this this right has been upheld in court, you know, time and time again. It, it's been attacked uh, a few times since 1985, but it's always been upheld. And if you were fired because of your race or fired because of your gender or religion, uh, you know, then you uh, this prevents you from seeking retribution. Essentially, it, it it's kind of a Trojan horse for LGBT issues, in that um, you know if when now that this law is passed, it's o- essentially allowing or opening up the door to be able to fire people because of their uh, their sexuality or their transgender, what what have you. But uh, you know, there is a uh, there's been like Bruce Springsteen canceled his concert there because of this. There is a there's an interesting meme that was going around uh, showing this 
studly black bodybuilder who has won uh, a few competitions, bodybuilding competitions. His name is Sean Stinson. Uh, I think most white people would find this guy very, very scary if they were to find him in an alley. This guy is ripped. Uh, as I said, he is a bodybuilding champion. He has won bodybuilding competitions. And he used to be a she. Sean was born a female and has, has transgender done the uh, transition into a male person and done so very successfully. And so there is a meme passed uh, going around with his picture uh, uh, attached to it that said, NC just passed a law saying people must use public restrooms based on gender on their birth certificate at the time of their birth without exception. I can't see what happens when someone looks like me, essentially, uh, a big black ripped guy, very intimidating, and walks into a ladies room full of white women because that's what would be required of him. Now, the funny thing is, Sean Stinson did not create this meme. And, uh, and he, uh, he had to reply uh, in regards to it, and this is his reply. Normally I don't do this. But since I've been getting a lot of messages, tags, phone calls, etc., in reference to this post that's gone viral, I will address my concerns. For the record, I do not know, nor am I affiliated with the person who crafted this post. I do not think they meant any harm or disrespect towards me. I think their intent was to challenge NC law by utilizing my masculinity as an example of how ridiculous the law is. For those of you who are unaware, the law was passed in the state of North Carolina. It's not federal. It's not federal. Just a state law. Yes, the law is very unfortunate, but far from surprising, especially given, you know, this is my own comment, not his, especially given that it's from the South. Uh, I'm surprised more states have not jumped on this bandwagon and tried to enact their own uh, LGBT uh, discrimination laws. But getting back to his comments, History shows that the government is known for passing laws that can negatively impact, harm, and affect the people. Let us not forget Jim Crow laws along with many others. This is why it's very important for us not to just vote during the presidential election year, but every election that takes place. I do, I do not reside in the state of NC. However, let me be clear, if I was to live or to visit, I would not comply with this law for several reasons. One, I am a man, and men do not use the ladies' room. Secondly, beyond that, there are many, many dangers that follow this law. A man walking into a ladies' room would immediately cause a scene and scare the living shit out of all women, causing them to feel threatened. At this point, there is no telling what could happen. There are unlimited, harmful, and life-threatening scenarios that can take place. For example, fellas, for a moment, just imagine hearing your wife girlfriend, daughter, mother, or sister screaming and yelling at the top of their lungs outside the ladies' room only to see a man walking out. What would be your first instinct? Most men I know would be ready to choke slam the pervert that walked out of the ladies' room. Bottom line, this is not a joke. There are way too many negatives, dangers, and what-ifs involved here, and the outcome can be devastating. To go even deeper, this law opens up the opportunity for male sex offenders and predators 
to pose as transgender men in order to prey on women and young girls. If this becomes the norm, men using the women's restroom, I can assure you that there will be some men taking advantage of this law. I recommend that not only the transgender community continue to press the issue, but also the women of NC. By no means am I telling anyone what to do or to break the law. I am simply stating that I personally will continue and always will use good judgment when it comes to situations like this. Peace all and be safe. Excellently said. Think about that for a second because the North Carolina lawmakers did not think about it at all. All a man has to do is say, oh, actually I was born a woman, I've, tra I've transitioned into a man so I can use a woman's room. I can't wait for the, this shit to start happening. So that brings up uh, a few other things I was con uh, concerned and just considering. You know, what other stupid laws does North Carolina have? And guess what? They have quite a few really stupid laws. Let's rattle them off. It is a felony to steal more than $1,000 of grease. There has been a bill passed that restricts local planning agencies' ability to use climate change science to predict sea level rise. Now these are fairly pedestrian, but it gets worse. The mere possession of a lottery ticket is illegal in North Carolina and may result in a $2,000 fine. Luckily for many people, that law was repealed. Here's another law that was just repealed recently. No one may be a professional fortune teller, and if one pr wishes to pursue the practice as an amateur, it must be practiced in a school or church. So basically, uh, your preacher can uh, say, hey, I'm a fortune teller. Great, luckily that was repealed. But here, here it is. Here's where it gets just messed up. I hope nobody in North Carolina is having oral sex because it is a crime against nature there. No blowjobs for men in Carolina, North Carolina unless they want to be arrested. A marriage can be declared void if either of the two persons is physically impotent. It is against the law to sing off key. I don't know how they enforce it, but uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Let's get, eh, we've heard that one. Let's go, let's, let's, uh, there we go. Turn this down. All right. All right. Let's see what else North Carolina's got, got for us. Hey, elephants may not be used to plow cotton fields. While having sex, you must stay in the missionary position and have the shades pulled. If a man and woman who aren't married go to a motel or a hotel and register themselves as married, then according to state law, they are legally married. Wow. All couples staying overnight in a hotel must have a room with double beds that are at least two feet apart. It is illegal to have sex in a churchyard. Persons in possession of illegal substances must pay taxes on them. I don't know how they figure that one out, but uh, yeah. A $3 t talking about 
taxes. A $3 tax must be paid on all white goods sold. Bingo games may not last over five hours unless it is held at a fair. All right, I think, you know what? Hey, we got one last bingo thing. Uh, serving alcohol at a bingo game is not allowed. I guess unless it's at a fair? Shaggy's Soul Shakedown on Mutant Radio. Feel free to give me a call at 415-550-0511. I'm tripping out. Tripping out over you, babe. Over you, babe. I'm tripping out. I'm tripping out. Come on. 
right it's my thing you know I will I said it ain't no big deal you need love baby just as bad as I do yeah makes no difference who you give your thing to it's your thing what you wanna do yeah I can tell you That's right, you're listening to Shaggy's Soul Shakedown. All right. It's my thing. That means I can skip from one, in the middle of one song, right into the start of another. I'm not trying to when you're 
Alright, alright, it's my thing. I think I'm ready to get on with some sports here. You're listening to Shaggy Soul Shakedown on Mutiny Radio. Feel free to give me a call, 415-550-0511. I'm going to try and run right through uh, sports a little bit. Uh, and then uh, at 8 o'clock, when my show is supposed to end, I'm going to... What am I going to do? I'm going to play DJ for about an hour or so. So uh, let me get to sports here. Ow, shake, shake, shake. Shake your booty. All right, hey. Uh, Oh, hey, uh, the Masters was this weekend, and uh, there was some crazy things. Uh, Start off with Ernie Els, former Masters champion, I believe. Uh, He... uh, Oh, actually, you know what? Let's talk about Kobe, because uh, I'll, I'll ta- talk about Ernie in one second. Anyway, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant is done. He is now retired. Uh, I respected him as a player uh, with his immense desire and the skill, but uh, the guy was an asshole and a rapist and not somebody I would even pick for my top 50 uh, players. He scored 60 points in his farewell game. And he also shot the ball 50 times. 50 times. He missed 28 times. He had more misses than Steph Curry took. And, uh, yeah, and the Warriors won. Anyway, uh, he was 6 for 21 from three-point range. Just horrible. So the other uh, person putting up bricks uh, this weekend was Ernie Els. There we go. Hey, that's why I wanted to... Coming with him second. Uh, there's a popular term, coming out swinging. Well, he certainly did a lot of that on his first hole, finishing with a total of nine shots after seven putt putting. Uh, his f- first putt was actually four par. Uh, he received a quintuple bogey and pretty much took him out of the uh, Masters. Uh, Jordan Spieth is another one who had a uh, meltdown. Uh, he was up by five strokes with uh, nine holes to go and ended up losing without even so much as a playoff. Um, there was a record not, uh, three holes in one on the 16th hole. The last one was uh, the most amazing one. Uh, it was rolling and actually hit another ball and seemed to be knocked off course, but somehow corrected itself as if like on a magnet or just you know on a string, and in it went. Three holes in one on uh, hole 16 throughout the weekend. All right, who cares really about golf? Hey, the Sharks are in the playoffs. Who cares about hockey either? Uh, They're playing the LA Kings. Uh, LA Kings two years ago were down 3-0 in the first round to the uh, San Jose Sharks, and they uh, ended up coming back and winning four straight games. and they ended up becoming champions. So, you know, we, we lost to the eventual champions. I, you know, maybe we can uh, deal with that. I don't know. But, uh, you know, San Jose has made the playoffs quite a few times and left us fans uh, brokenhearted quite a few times. They haven't quite gotten over the hump. Um, hopefully this is their year. I will let you know. I will vaguely follow it. Uh, basically, I don't really care until they get to the finals. If they get to the finals, then I, I might start paying attention. All right, let's see here. Um, the Giants. The Giants were able to win three out of four games versus the uh, 
LA Dodgers last weekend. Uh, it was a that's a good t good job. They uh, in the game they lost. It was very very tightly contested and could have gone either way. And uh, and Bumgarner in that game got another home run off of Kershaw. Uh, I don't believe even Kershaw got a win, but maybe he did. Anyway, uh, very very good game all in all. And uh, Kershaw's a beast. He's an amazing pitcher. I, you know, I, if we lose to him, I don't get too down. But if we lose to the other the other Dodgers players and pitchers, then I get a little pissed off. But they uh, they won three out of four. Uh, Cueto actually showed quite a few, uh, quite a bit of resiliency after spotting the Dodgers a 5-0 lead after the first inning, uh, and stay but stayed through the seventh inning, allowing the Giants to come back and win. He actually. Uh, notch the victory as well. Uh, they they came back that series uh, from both four down and five <laughs> four to zero and five to zero to win the first and last games of the series. Um, whoop, hold on a second. Oh, oh hold on. Sorry, folks, I couldn't read my, my notes for a second. Anyway, uh, Panic's home fourth inning home run gave the Giants 14 uh, for the opening week, which also allowed them to set a franchi franchise record by uh, homering in each of their first seven games. All nine Giants who have appeared in the opening day lineup, including Madison Baumgartner, have gone deep. Uh, and then on Tuesday, Trevor Brown, subbing for Buster Posey after getting hit by a foul tip on his foot, hit two home runs. And all, so far, all three of his hits in uh, this year have been home runs. Oakland. Oakland has uh, been a little bit surprising. They are 3-0 and on the road, but unfortunately 1-6 and at home. They had a hard start to the season, but seemed to turn around uh, visiting Seattle. Uh, then came back home and stumbled against the Angels. Uh, Marcus Simeon uh, showing up both defensively and offensively. They don't look horribly horrible, but they don't quite look good yet. So uh, we'll see how it all goes, and uh, you know, hopefully it all works out. Uh, I would love to see another Bay Bridge uh, World Series. Uh, that just about wraps it up for sports talk. I'm going to... Uh, let's see here. Let's do this. Sorry, here we go. Give me love. You're listening to Shaggy Soul Shakedown on Mutiny Radio. I got about 15 more minutes here. Feel free to give me a call at 415-550-0511. So far, we have no calls. Come on, folks. Give me your love. Give me your love. Give me a call. Make a request.
っか If you could only see me right now, I'm getting the fuck down. Trying to take my clothes off.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pantastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pantastic's Books the best of San Francisco and beyond underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitable. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anyone, like your Aspen summer home with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission Hive vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world. Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. 
In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Well, hey there, San Franciscan. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Vendor's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? Then get them! And for the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son.
happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy, and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., but you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Mutiny Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org. So come live or listen later or through every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FM Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with you? Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shoot, from time to time, I do start to puke. You know, if you go to joke workshops, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes. And they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Yes, it is, girl. <laughs> it's the House of Pride show, episode 127. How do you keep count after, like, Alexandra, girl? I, I wouldn't have even gotten that far. <laughs> well, I don't know. Don't test me. <laughs> I'm your host, Lisa Turner, my lovely and beautiful co-host, Pearl T. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. If you have a question for us, call us 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. Well, it's another episode, Pearl Tees. How are you? Fabulous, girl. How are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm doing good. We're celebrating the 60s today because we have a couple of 60s-themed parties going on in San Francisco this week. That's right up your alley, girl. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's get right into it. It's going to be a full house here at House of Pride Radio. Um, am I, can anyone hear me out there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, think so, girl. girl. All right. I can barely hear myself. Uh, let's start things off. We have a fabulous guest sitting with us. Uh, she is from the girl group entitled The Devil Ets. And um, we want to welcome to the House of Pride show the one and only Sweet Sweetheart. Tart. Hi. Hey, girl. What's going on? How are you? I'm great. I'm loving life. So happy to be here. Well, cool. welcome. Thank you. So, Sweet just said you're from a girl group. What kind of girl group is it? So the Devilettes are a 1960s-style synchronized go-go dance troupe. 
All right. Yes. How fierce is that? I've seen you guys perform. And uh, tell us about how big your, your troop is. So we vary. At our largest, we're about 18 girls. Wow. Uh, occasionally, we shrink down to about eight, depending on who's available to do a show. But um, we are a very large tribe. Well, you guys, like, all 18 go and do your live music. So yeah. That's it can get a little squished on stages, but, you know, the more fringe, the better. And it's choreographed and costumed? Yes, absolutely. Who does your choreography? How do you choreograph? So our artistic director, Baby Doe, does all of our choreography. Uh, we kind of design costumes by committee, and we have uh, them professionally made for us. And how long have you been with the troupe? I am new to being with the troupe formally. I've been dancing with the Devilettes for about a year and a half now. Awesome. How, how long have they been around? 20 years. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. Well, yes. quite a history there. Now, folks listening to us right now, you can go check them out in real time while you're listening to us uh, on Facebook. And do they have a On website? Facebook, we are The Devilettes. Our website is thedevilettes.com. We're also on Instagram. And now there's a hyphen between devil and... That is correct. So just so you guys don't get confused. But always The. <laughs> if you just search for Devilettes, then you get like a high school cheerleading troop in, I think, <laughs> Arizona <laughs> or something. Oh, so you have to put The in front of it? Yes, yes. The Devilettes. The, the one and only... Yes, the, the original. Yes, the oh. original oh. troupe, the Devilettes. And they, they rock it out to all sorts of songs, um, such as? Uh, pretty much anything that inspires us from the 60s or has a real kind of retro rock and roll feel. We love dancing to Elvis and Nancy Sinatra. Um, we have a great number that we're very excited about, too, Devil in, the Devil in a Blue Dress. Uh, we have a Ramones number that is really, really fun and... and uh, Pretty much anything that makes us want to do the twist. Amen. You keep saying you got something for me. All right, all right. So you have something for us. Uh, <laughs> when is your I got a whole lot of something oh for you. Yes, indeed. Oh when is your next uh, performance where we can see you? So we will be at Ain't Your Mama's Drag Show on Friday night at Balançoire. Awesome. Balançoire Pearl, where is that again? Awesome. So well rehearsed. Wow, <laughs> she knows her stuff. She knows her uh, She knows her, her venues. venues. Yes. Yeah, girl. Uh, this is Cruz and Deleuze's show. It's called, uh, it's, it's a free show. There's no cover, believe it or not. No cover and all ages. Yes, so 6 to 60. Yes. Squeaky, <laughs> 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 um, do you DJ that, that party? Uh, yes, I, I toss it off between me and Teodora. She's DJing this weekend. Oh. I have to DJ on a boat. Girl, I'm still waiting on those tickets. Girl, I, I, you know, they're very corporate over there. I'll, I'll see if they don't give – yeah, I'll try. Uh -huh. I'll, I'll keep trying for it. Right. If anyone's going <laughs> to get a pair of free tickets, Pearl teases. Right, I've been asking for years. She's got it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so how long – what is your background? I've actually been dancing almost since I could walk. Uh, my first pair of heels was my first pair of tap shoes when <laughs> I was eight years old. Um, so I studied um, ballet since I was six until I was 18 and realized that that was a really stupid dream. And <laughs> What was it that, that was the, you know, the hur hurdle between your aspirations as a ballet dancer? Um, my height? How, how I, like everything I couldn't change about myself is what keep was keeping <laughs> me from being a professional <laughs> ballerina. <laughs> I, I imagine the, the, the standards are pretty 
high up there for yeah, well, the trouble is if you're tall as a ballerina, then you're too tall to dance with the boys, so they don't want you. And they're that strict about that kind of oh thing? Oh, yes. Oh, God. Okay, so yeah. what did you, where did you go from there then? Uh, so um, I briefly gave up on dance, and it was all very dramatic, hand to the forehead, wistful awfulness, <laughs> uh, and moved to the Bay Area and was introduced to a whole new world of performance. Uh, so yes, indeed, Pearl Tees. Right, and th is that how you got into Joe? Or how did you get into going if that's not? <laughs> <laughs> how was it? <laughs> what, what was the first genre did you get into when you moved here? Was it performance art per se? Um, it, w <coughs> it was the other kind of go-go dance. Oh, well, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really are you talking say. burlesque? Because we nah, love... It doesn't sound like no, no. Be before burlesque, it was just sexy girl on a box. Oh, go-go <laughs> box dancer. Yes. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fantasy. I would have. I would love to be. A, I well, it's too late sure now. But <laughs> it was good fun. It was terrible money, but the drinks were always free. Amen. Oh, girl, <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? Now there's a few different go-go groups in the city. Why did you decide to join one? Because I'm assuming you've auditioned for the Devilettes. Uh, yes, I did audition. Uh, so the Devilettes is the only troupe in America that does what we do, which is choreographed, synchronized, 60s-style go-go. Mm -hmm. um, any other kind of go-go troupe that you see, they're more, uh, they're either completely freestyle or it's, yeah. it's much more modern, and we spend a lot of time actually researching and paying attention to what the original moves were when go-go was brought about in the 60s, because it's really important mm -hmm. to us that it is a uniquely American art form, and we are really putting a lot of effort into keeping it alive. So how many... How many 60s dances are there that were popular? Is it, do you have them all like... Oh, my gosh. There's <laughs> a nearly infinite number um, from the extremely silly dances that just mimic like animal movements, the monkey and the mouse and the fish and um, all of these very, very silly things to uh, things that you think of as more classic 60s dances like the twist and the mashed potato. But it, the list goes on for miles. Do you guys try to cover most of those, or do you have a set favorite group of 60s dances? Uh, we definitely have moves that we do more than others, but we, it's, I mean, it's such a broad, uh, you know, sort of buffet of, of things to pick from that yes. it's just, it's really fun to mix and match everything it together and then come up with our own crap. <laughs> a salad bar of goodness. Yeah. <laughs> go, go goodness. So why did you choose the devil? been watching the Devilettes perform at, you know, rock clubs and, and burlesque shows for years. Um, they actually hadn't held auditions for seven years, and they finally decided that it was time to bring in some new blood. Uh, and I thought, I think that might be what I need right about now. I love and it. And it was just a perfect fit. Awesome. Let's take a short musical break, pay homage to 60s dances with the Wap Tusi.
the devil let's do sound fun. Let's bring in our other guest, Pearl Hughes. All right. So in the house, we also have Miss Hollywood. Welcome. What up? And her <laughs> friend Kitty. Welcome, Kitty. Ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what all do you all right. think of this devil at 60s fun? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Get up close and I personal. Don't think, I don't think my heart beats that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, with 18, with 18 go-go dancers. Looks are free, but feels are going to cost you. <laughs> it's, it's it is a, I, I would think uh, with 18 dancers on the floor, uh, you're going to have table dancers very close to you. This Friday at Balance Bar. Oh. The fringe will fly. It's going to be like a car wash. You guys are going to be there. Uh, I think on Friday there's 10 of us. That is sick. Yeah. Well, Plus, hand girls serving it, girls sixty style. Now, how um, is there like a is there like a lady devilette or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> how much drama do, do you guys have in your group? You know, the infighting. Uh, <laughs> very little. We are we are very much a, a sorority. Um, we all we're like sisters. Sometimes we disagree and we squabble, but ultimately, at the end of the day, we all love each other and we all do this because it's a true labor of love for us. So no one's pining for more attention. Or no, it's uh, you know. It's it's hard to be the standout when there's, you know, 18 video. people yeah. on stage. <laughs> so who manages it then? So our artistic director is Baby Doe. Oh, she 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 hey is Baby Doe, yes. shout out. Yeah, hey Baby Doe. Uh, so she incepted the group and it was and she does almost all of our choreography and she really drives the vision. The yes. Yeah. That is so cool to have someone like that in your group. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really inspiring because she has a very clear, very strong vision, and she just pushes straight for it. Well, awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, what was that you said was originated in San Francisco? Was it a 60s dance? The Swim. I did not know that. Yes. There is a Bobby Freeman song called Swim, S-W-I-M, with, like, hyphens. And uh, there's a lyric in it, and he says, San Francisco did it. It made the whole town swing. And oh, then awesome. he talks about and doing the swim. if you were to describe your listening audience how that I'm assuming it looks like you're swimming, girl. It looks <laughs> a little bit like you might be swimming, yeah. <laughs> One arm in front, the other arm in front. And then you can do a backstroke. The backstroke, yes. Is that by the same That's It's it's all kind of the same idea. It's all the, the swim uh -huh. moves and you know, a dive and Ooh, and the, the wow, so hold your nose and do the snorkel. I love it. Oh my god, I can't get enough. Wow, this is fabulous. So um besides balance squad, do you have a full agenda of a, like sort of like a tour? Yeah, so we are actually, we are wrapping up our season. Uh, we just headlined the Texas Burlesque Festival in Austin. We just returned from that, which was an, an absolute blast. We loved doing it. And then uh, we have Balance Bar on Friday. And then later this month, we are performing at the Uptown Cabaret in Oakland. Oh. I think this is so exciting. I love 60s music and vibes. So I'm so glad you had um, some time to come on our show. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. And um, let's say it's a, the beginning of a relationship with us here at House of Pride. Is Radio. this the start of a beautiful friendship? Just the start of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wear some flowers in our hair next Aww. time you guys come on over. Uh, just reiterate one more time your website. The Devilettes. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We are The Devilettes. Uh, on Instagram, also The Devilettes. And our website is devilettes.com. Let's have a nice round of applause. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Let's everybody. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
Pride. We're back, House of Pride Radio. How are you doing, Pearl Tees? Fabulous. How are you doing? You know I love the 1960s. Yes, you do. Mm. <laughs> Anything before <laughs> the 80s, I swear, is up your alley. I know, it really is. It's, it's so strange. Um, I got this for the 70s more like it. I do like disco music too. That w- that was a fun decade, all that glitter and sparkly stuff. I barely was myself, but I can appreciate retro <laughs> music. I sure can. <laughs> 80s was my my time and I was never into the 80s. Yours your 90s. Or well, I was born at the end of the 80s. Okay. Um, so I mean I grew up listening to a lot of the 80s. Yeah, I mean 80s a lot of people love the 80s, but really my thing was what can you say? Anyways, uh, that was the Double Let's. Folks, be sure to check them out. Doublelets.com. Uh, yes, indeed. We're talking with Hollywood and Kitty. Welcome, ladies. Hey. Hello. <laughs> so, Hollywood, I saw you perform last Friday for the first time ever at, at <laughs> yeah. another Balançoire event. Uh, the last it was 80s themed. 80s Speaking theme, right. The 80s. That again, that was cru- cruising's going through the 80s <laughs> themes. He's going to be calling us again, Cruising Delu. Uh, and then if anyone else wants to call us, 415-550-0511. Don't be shy. I have to check to see if that 1978 phone is actually working. Right. <laughs> Please do. Uh, now, what kind of performance do you do? Yes, do tell. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hollywood she's a little nervous. Wood. <laughs> do I seem nervous? Are I you a yeah. I'm are you a drag entertainer also as well? Or um, I just kind of mix it up, you know what I mean? So, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I do whatever, whenever. What song did you choose last week? For I the did two. I did uh, Joan Jett, Bad Reputation, and Come On Eileen. That's right, but not the Dixie Riders No, version. I did a cover of Faye Ferris, a little ska band. The hot lady lead. How long have you been performing for? Since, well, pretty much my whole life. But I've been uh, doing weirder shit since, like, 2008. You can sit It's just gotten a lot weirder since then. Well, I mean, <laughs> like on 420, I did a show where I pulled the lollipop out of my vag. Um, what, what flavor was it? It was the kind Bad that flavored, are like, <laughs> yeah, vag, vag pop. <laughs> rainbow flavored? It, yeah, it was actually rainbow. It looks like a unicorn horn, you know. Those oh, I love those. those. Yeah, very yeah. pink sweet. Yeah. Sweet. So it's, it's more like <laughs> Soma type art. Sure. <laughs> Good one, Pearl. <laughs> yes, it's sa- it's south, way south. south. Yes, girl. <laughs> south of Marquette. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're part Native American. You told me last I week. Am. I found that you very interesting. Memory. Yes. Well, it's you're very fair skinned and you have light eyes. Yeah. So, how does all that mix in? You're not only Native American. Right. I'm mutt. You're mutt. So but what? But I just have my Native tribal membership card. Are you down with the tribe? Yes. Okay. And we're talking about which tribe? I'm from the Choctaw Nation. Based in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's where they made us move, (laughs) you know. Were you, were (laughs) they all over the, I have a lot of family in Bakersfield. Oh, so West Coast. Which is like the Oklahoma of California. (laughs) How did you start getting into like drag Um. Well, I've always been weird, but I... Modeled for uh, this event called Nude. It's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, every year, and it's just like a kink uh-huh. variety weirdness art show. Uh-huh. Is that a thriving artsy town? Um, Tulsa's the most artsy town in Oklahoma. <laughs> it's the best of the b- of what they have there. <laughs> <pretty much>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. yeah, 
yeah, so I modeled for that, and then some burlesque dancers caught caught a glimpse of me and kind of forced me to do their show. Burlesque? Yeah. Burlesque? Yeah. That is cool. How long ago was that last show? Um, that was 2008, I believe. Okay. So that was... There's actually, do you do I burlesque in San Francisco? There's a yeah. couple of troops. I kind of did the other day, too. That's yeah. That's burlesque I mean, I is took so different off. from drag. When I f- did my first variety show with burlesque dancers, I, I had met girls that had been doing uh, burlesque for like six years, and they were like, oh, yeah, I'm still a baby. I've only been doing it for six years. And I'm like... <laughs> Girl, six years and that's a baby. <laughs> I've been doing drag for about that amount of time, and I don't consider myself a baby. Yeah. So it's very different. It's a different groove yeah. altogether. It's um, a very different groove. Have you ever tried it, Pearl? Burlesque? No, bush. No, bush. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. come on. Now that you're growing some girls, <laughs> right? Right. No, yeah. I'll wait until I actually have them. I <laughs> see them right now. Right, but they're not where they're supposed to be. Okay. <laughs> they're, look <laughs> they're looking pretty good to me. Well, I think when I do get mine, because even when I do drag, like I'm not going to be wearing these clothes that go out and I'm Oh, yeah. They'll be for, like, my special occasion. Yeah. Are you, know. you going to get argumented in, like, some Argumented? What is, yeah. Breast augmentation. <laughs> yes, I am. You <laughs> are? How big are you thinking? We are off that? topic, Suika. <laughs> You're already teasing my pearl, I must well, say. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you a big dreamer or a mid-sized dreamer? We'll go with whatever the doctor tells me to. Yeah. Because uh, let me just plan. say what's happening to you now. You're gorgeous. Totally working. And um, everything looks natural. I'm making it happen. Being so sexy. It's true, though. But we can't really get to that. I know. It's all all related. (laughs) (laughs) It's all all good. back around. Um, So it's interesting. (laughs) Talk about that all day. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't forgotten about it. I'm actually coming around. We're sleeping around here. It's all right. It's all right. I understand distractions. Right. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Hollywood. So last week, um, you m- had mentioned that um, you know uh, you recently moved back to the Bay Area, kind of. And because you had some I'm unfortunate happenings in Oklahoma, where your bus that you were living in burned down, yes. unfortunately, in somebody's driveway. <laughs> yes. Um, he lived in a, a bus. W- did you lose a lot of like? That is so cool. Artistic materials yes. like costumes. Yes, and everything. So it's heavy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I saved my dog and my friend. Your life. Yeah. Some electrical something. Who yeah. knows, really? It's like you're uh, starting yeah. from yeah. from the, the ashes, yeah. building back up. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> She's just rising. She's <laughs> rising from the ashes. So Kitty... Hollywood brought along her friend Kitty, who works at the Little Boston Theater. How long have you been there? How long have you been there? Um, we have started it from ground zero uh, oh wow. about two and a half years ago. It was a raw space uh, that we found on Craigslist. A one-liner and uh, no, no photos, no frills, nothing. Pigeon shit. <laughs> no, there were pigeons living in there. <laughs> I believe and uh, now we've made it into um, kind of a underground renegade theater, art space, um, event space, rehearsal space, workshops. The, the Devilettes actually rehearsed there um, uh-huh. back in August. I've been so busy that I, I forgot <laughs> how much has gone <laughs> on just <laughs> since August. Um, and what else? Um, every 
last Friday we have a, a thing called Project Open Box, which is a kind of like an art salon slash open mic variety show. You That's can cool. Do whatever you want. What time does that start on? Um, it's Bay Area time. Sometimes eight, mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. nine. Whenever people decide to show up. <laughs> Where is this art place located? Yeah, uh, Little Boxes Theater um, is located at uh, 1661 Tennessee Street and Cesar Chavez, Cross Street 3rd. So, you know, just like a s- little skip jump over the hill there. Now, is, is opening up at like an art space something you've always kind of wanted to do, or how did you get into it? Um, it's definitely very altruistic little socialist uh, experiment for the broke artists of, you know, of yeah. the Bay. Yeah. Um, knowing that so many places closed down and I mean, kind of getting lucky. I mean, can afford to live here anymore and, uh, right. and make art? I that yeah. That's the only thing <laughs> they're doing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed a kind of like a rest population? Hugely. You yeah, have. hugely. Is but it coming out in some of the new productions? Um... That's a good question. Um, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, but I- the stressful situation, I think, has also encouraged people to create more in some ways, like, because they have all of this shit that, sorry. No, girl, I go shouldn't for swear. <laughs> but oh, no, you can. shit that they're going through <laughs> that they need to express and, and get out, you know? And yeah. so if they, if they actually have the, the time to do it, between their day job, night job, and whatever else on the side jobs, <laughs> like <laughs> they right, right. they find themselves. What do you guys do for funding to pay for this space? Uh, yeah. What do we do for funding? <laughs> um, that's a good question. We d- we do a lot of um, photo shoots and workshops for photos and um, pretty crazy shit. Like I'm saying, saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, We'll cover our whole studio in holly, uh, holly powder, mm-hmm. um, uh, flower, or we have our indoor rain machine, um, mud, paint, crazy Spark. food fights, metal sparks, uh, pie throwing in the face, oh <laughs> photo wow. shoots. Uh, Hollywood Air was there. <laughs> and yeah, uh, events and things like that that we can have fundraising. Um, Opportunities. Just yeah. this, that, the other. Like well, where online can our listeners check out Sam online? Sure, sure. Um, definitely we have a Facebook page, Little Boxes Theater. Theater with an E-R, not an R-E. Um, <laughs> and there's WordPress and Instagram and yada, yada, you know. Um, so awesome. Yeah, we're not, we're not totally, uh, completely underground. There's, there's some stuff out there. You can find us. You can stalk us. Well, you guys check them out. Little Boxes Theater right on Tennessee Street in Cesar Chavez. And, girl, if you need space, they, if you told me the prices earlier, they were amazing. Print so that shit. Thank you. It's kind of like 60s prices and all the love right. is there. Mm-hmm. So. That's, That's a rarity in this <laughs> ever-changing city. Thank you so much for coming on. I would love to have you guys come back uh, and, you know, give us, um, you know, PRing some of the oh. upcoming events. Yeah, this Friday I'm uh, hosting Red Hot's Burlesque at Beatbox. So yes! Come Burlesque. laugh at my dad jokes. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> and now the Beatbox is Brian. One Brian Kent, our friend, is yeah. one of the owners. And that's, uh, w- do you know the address of that? Um, it's 
Eleventh and Folsom, I think, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. yeah, that that sounds Three like a great 14 show. 11th Street. Do people just show up for that one at the door? Yeah. Awesome. Showtime. Yeah. Uh, showtime is at eight. Doors are at seven. Probably pre-sale tickets too. Yes, you can buy pre-sale at PartyEarth.com/slash/RedHotsBurlesque. All right. Shout out to Dottie. You the heard it here. Queen B. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to take a short musical break. We're going to listen to Gina Rose's uh, new song. Uh, she she released part one about a month ago. Now part two is out this Friday. Dancing girl. She's already doing fabulous. She's already made Billboard. Well, right. not Billboard, but like Mass Pool, Starfleet, um, NBJ Top Tens all over the place with her remake of Stacey Q's big 1980s hit, right? I should know that. Right. Two of Hearts. So we're going to take a little listen. We're going to get her on the telephone. Thanks, guys, for coming by. Let's have a nice Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And Hollywood. We're back live, House of Pride Radio. We've got a special guest on the telephone. Uh, who's with us? Hello? Hey, it's Sheena. Hey, Sheena. Speak up, girl. Welcome to the House of Pride hey. show. Hey, girl. How are you? How's it going? Good. It's going good. How are you? Good. Good. Just got off the plane. I've been cooking a little dinner, and now I'm just taking it easy. So tell us about... Um, Girl. What's going on this Friday with your release? Right. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, Two of Hearts came out for a little bit. And we just released the, the first part of the remix um, last month in like December. And it just starts and everything. But um, the part 
a lot more mixes. It consists of the Macrillo, which is really fabulous. And then um, we got Adrian Lagoon from um, Mexico. He did a fabulous circuit mm-hmm. for me. And Edwin Reyes, uh, a, a very special um, dub mix by Wayne Rooney called the Majesty Dub Mix. Where yeah. he, which is really cool because he, he tweaked my vocal. Um, so it says, you know, I never said I was Madonna. Oh, it, it does? Oh, God. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. I'm looking for the... Did you send me a link? I'm looking for those songs. Where did where did I see that? Can we just go to your page? Yeah. Is it there? Yeah, you can go to my page um, on Amazon. Amazon is, uh, has the EP for pre-order. So I think that that's what I should. Or you can... Yeah, actually, you know what? You can go to my SoundCloud page. Click on, click on the SoundCloud page. Oh, he okay. Two of Hearts Remixes, Part 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also on your Facebook page, uh, folks listening to us now. And, oh, well, here it is. It's only, uh, all the remixes only for um, $9.98, girl. Right. Well, that's yeah, big. That's not the bad. The second half of the uh, Oh. <laughs> well, let's see. We can play a little. We can play I some samples. This time around, that um, I decided the best thing was to divide it up a little bit, you know. So, so it gives a chance for everybody to chime in. Well, it says here on the page that I'm at that we can actually listen to some samples. So, which is which uh, remix it did the one that changes your lyrics to the Madonna? Um, that is the. I think it's the first one on that EP, the Wayne Rooney dub mix. Oh, okay. Well, let's have a listen, folks. You, you, you might not hear it because um, the previews on Amazon are really, really short. All right. Well, let's let's ha- let's give it a go. See if it any yeah. Yeah, uh, Wayne Newman's on fire these days. Yeah. So so that that part right there. I I never said I was gonna. Yeah. In the beginning of, of the remix, that part, but I say, I never said I was Madonna. I and, get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is really cute. Yeah, I was like, okay, you know. So, yeah, when I, when I heard him up for the remix, he surprised me with four different remixes. And um, that was one of, one on of the bonus mixes that he did for me. And then, of course, that, the, the one that you were just playing mm-hmm. um, during your break. Uh-huh, that's fabulous. Yeah. Well, let's. I want to hear how mine came out. I'm. I. I you put me in at track. Track two. It's the Tweaker Turner House on Fire bitch mix. Let's see what the, what sampled yeah. this one here. It's just. Like <laughs> Sounds pretty good. That's cute. I, I, I love it. And then I think that the Madonna one from this album that I love. Let's try one more. Uh, how? Who do you want? How about like Ed- Edison Pride, perhaps, or somebody else? Um, how about yeah, maybe Edison Pride or Eros. I don't think it's okay. Uh, Eros, uh, the radio edit pearl. Here goes. 
Keen, I like that yeah, one. Yeah, he, he's, he's, a, he's a really hot coming producer out of um, Norway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of connected on the sound side. Awesome. Well, th- again, the um, all the tracks sound fabulous. Uh, where can they get them? You can get them on Amazon, did you say? Yeah, you can get, they're available now for free. Um, you can order on Amazon or on iTunes. Uh, you can play, and that's the part two of the mixes that comes out on Friday. And then the single and the, the first remix package are up on all the Yes, and it says here, pre-order album, $7.92. There's a bar. You just click on it, folks, right there at Amazon.com. Two of Hearts, the remixes, part two. Sheena Rose, Two of Hearts, the remixes, part two. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe there will be a part three. Who, who, you never, one never knows. Are, are you wearing your girls right now? Always, girl. You know she's got to attack her body. <laughs> I'm, I have them off. I just got off of work a couple hours ago. I worked in the office over 12 hours. I have since 3 this morning. That's right. You burn a candle on both sides. That's right. I I rushed home. I I, I cooked a pie for my my husband. I cooked a dinner. And then I I drove to Sark and then drove to Yes, let's shout out to your husband who does all your fabulous graphic design work for you. Uh, What's his name? Yeah, you can find him on Facebook too, Mark Lehman. Yay! Hello, and he not only the 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 photos and graphics. You what else does he do, do for you? He, he does all my costumes for me. Um, he got together with you and you and so take me over for me, which which is a very fabulous song and uh, very close to my heart. And when I first met him, I was still kind of new to the drag scene. First now, but he showed me how to do my makeup and everything. So when he wrote Take Me Over for me, right. it kind of, you know, it, it basically did that. The music and the video and all that. Every time I sing it, I just kind of fuck up. So, yeah, I know it's kind of cheesy and whatnot, but it's the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. So, well, so we have a new song yeah. coming out in the fall, which is a single that him and Leo wrote for me called Blonde Ambition. That'll be out. In it's an original track. All right, now. It's on the cover. Awesome, Pearl. What do you think of that? New stuff from Sheena coming out. All right, well, uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Everyone, go out and get that song by Sheena Rose, Two of Hearts, right now, everywhere, digital stores, Amazon.com, and iTunes, etc., etc. Follow Sheena Rose at? You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. Come out to Hotbox Grove on Charlie's Lounge on Saturday night up there. Fabulous, girl. All right, All honey. Right. Thanks for touching base with House of Pride Radio. Thanks we'll talk to you real Very soon. Bye bye. Have a fabulous show. Bye. We'll be right back with more guests, girl.
I would say Sheena Rose is a good diva. I yeah, I like Sheena. She has mm. she's a nice heart. Let's welcome our new guests. Right. So we have two fabulous queens in the house right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Uh, here comes the shade again. We we know each other. We love her. Yeah. So we have the fabulous marijuana. Yes. And, and the wonderful Miss Sabaline Sable, already she's uh, hating on us because we didn't call her first. <laughs> Sableine, no, 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 that's the imperial girl. She's Sabaline, a former I'm empress. Uh, I am Sable. Please get it correct. Sable, do you, do you have a little Latin in you? No, it's just my foundation, I think. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here in the radio station. My face is beat for the radio, even though you cannot see me. I swear to God. Mom always says she knows when she's brave. Hello. <laughs> Y'all don't realize that was shade. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did you come up with the name Sable Jones? Oh, my goodness. All right, so don't laugh at me, but similar to Poyo, Delmar. I grew up with two older brothers, and we were big, big, in the 90s, wrestling fans. Oh, okay. And Sable was the girl who was behind yeah, Mark Marrero. If you guys remember that wrestler, she was his girlfriend and later got married. And I've always remember her theme music that played. Okay. And Sable, I've always wanted a drag name that began with an S, and Sable seemed to work. It was, it reminded me of that fierce kind of woman. I'm not blonde all the time, but she was. <laughs> and and Jones was just something I, I came up with as, I think, just a, a good last name to go with it. Yeah. 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 My drag mother name is actually Tatiana Ransom out of Jacksonville, Florida. Oh. That's a tongue tire. Tatiana yeah. Ransom. So w she's a big inspiration to me, but we didn't really share names as much in that house. We just kind of, they teach how to do everything, and you kind of learn that way. Hence my glamour. Are you in the, <laughs> are you in the Mercedes Monroe house? I am. I'm the house auntie, as a matter of fact. So Mercedes and I are sisters. A lot of folks oh. get that confused. I am not her daughter, actually. We are each other's sister. She's my big sister, much older and wiser. And that's how you get away with not having Jones slash... Remember. Yeah, so there was there was a little bit of confusion with that, but that's okay. My affiliation with the house, a drag house is not just means a matriarch and her children. It's a family, and we're all friends first, and there's no application process. There's no, how do how do you get into House Monroe? Mm -mm. It's relationship-based, and then it so happens to be drag as well. And so with me, all of her daughters and her sons and her promoters, her go-go boys and, and girls that she has, those are my nieces and nephews. So they all call me, what did they call me, baby? Oh, girl, she's so, she's so cute. Auntie Sable. <laughs> yes. Aww. Auntie. Yeah, Auntie Sable. So it's a beautiful family. We have a we have our ups and downs, that's for sure, but we are so proud of each other. We support each other like no other. It sounds I like a big family problem. Yeah, I yeah. do feel like it's really easy for anyone to come to that house and be confused as Mercedes Childs. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so. And she, does, she does has more than just drag queens. She has a new drag king, her, her son, Raven Mad Monroe, who is a twin brother to, we all know and love, Ruby Red Monroe. They're twins. They came at the same twin. exact time. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I thought uh -huh. that's interesting. Yep. Um, <laughs> and also she has 
go-go boys, promoters, DJs. None of them are even yeah. drag, but Does they're that just. fall under her fish productions? Beach fish productions Beach is fish. what she does when she does formal events. Oh, okay. That's her production company with her best friend, John Roots, uh-huh. also known as Ibiza Monroe. Good Lord, it just, it's just a huge family. Yeah. Speaking of formal events, let's talk about your formal Hello. Oh, I love a good segue, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Yes. Now, where are we at with your award-winning divinus? Award-winning divinus. So for those of you that don't know, Miss <laughs> Sable Jones is the current reigning queen of hearts in San Francisco. That's a new applaud. <laughs> Part <laughs> of the ducal, uh, the ducal court here in San Francisco. Yes. Yes, indeed. Now, your reign started when? February 13th, 2016. Right before Valentine's Day. And also my mom's birthday. It was really, really oh. sweet. Um, and so from that point on, I met my current King of Hearts, Strobe, Lewis, as we call him. And we did not know each other before this happened. And honey, I tell you what, this was the best arranged marriage ever. <laughs> we get along famously. We work together so well. And That's um, important. He supports me like no other, and I support him like no other, even though he shows up to places in a jockstrap. Oh, but that's, you know what, though? We are a, we are a partnership, true and true. We, we definitely are. And um, I def- we call each other husband and wife, for sure. I will say this. Yeah. L- uh, Lewis Stroh, for those of you that don't know, is actually one of my roommates. Hello. And I will say he is one of the biggest, the biggest team players that I've ever met here in the city. That's great, and I think that's an attribute you need to have when you're doing fundraising. Or I- even in the d- just being in the ducal court, I think I think you're going to need yeah. some support and there. And is this uh, Olivia Hart is now is the Grand Duchess? Yeah, Olivia Hart is our reigning Grand Duchess of San Francisco, along with, of course, Aja Monet Ashton, who's made plenty of appearances here 